nchc.tv studios behind the mask hockey shops present college hockey west weekly behind the masks college hockey west weekly is brought to you by jesse ray's barbecue the best in barbecue las vegas style the nchc and nchc.tv subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013 the tag creative group search t grand rudd at redbubble.com and let us create a unique gift for you or someone special. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations. Go to BehindTheMask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly, with locations in Tempe and Pine Top. Order online at SpaghettiShack.com. Liberty University. Play for something more, faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Jets Pizza at jetspizza.com. Discover all of our signature pizzas. And by the Caesar Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey West Weekly from the nchc.tv studios presented by Behind the Mask as a part of the icetimehockeywest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, to another Tuesday night edition of the College Hockey West Weekly Podcast. Scott Strandy with you, broadcasting from the road, outside of Love's Truck Stop, somewhere south of Omaha, Nebraska, on my way to Kansas City, Missouri. My co-host is always, though, Paul Hornstein, out from that big, beautiful palatial estate, down in the basement, relaxing, feet kicked up, land shark. Probably got summer skates on, servants doing some work. Paul, how are you tonight? Um, servants? What are you talking about? <laughs> that's what you got out of all that? That big well, introduction, that's what you took away from it was servants? Well, I, I could talk to you about the fact that, <laughs> you know, I have to get up in four and a half hours, kind of like you do, or something <laughs> like that. And, uh, probably get up. Not- Maybe I'll be going to bed in four and a half hours. Well, maybe, but a land shark's probably not the best. (laughs) Uh, Well, maybe it is. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that is. Maybe Maybe that that is is the problem. problem. Yeah, let's let's go with that. Well, anyway, uh, so we're a little bit behind time, but that's okay. Most people listen to us on the download anyway. Right. The only person this matters to, the only people this matters to is us. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right now, anyway. And Fred Garcia, sometimes he likes to join. Yeah, sometimes. (laughs) Anyway, uh, College Hockey West Weekly tonight, we are talking about the Omaha Mavericks, one of the three teams in our coverage area, still undefeated. I know. It's true. They've only played two games. That's also true. You try to tell Nolan Sullivan and uh, Simon Lacozzi, that uh, that it that they're not undefeated, or that it doesn't matter that they're undefeated, because they both reminded me today. So we'll hear from them in just a minute. Um, it was great to stop in there and see Baxter Arena again. It's been a while since I've been inside, and uh, I forgot just how beautiful that place is, Paul. Uh, I wouldn't know. Remember, I'm <laughs> the one. You know, I'm I'm not the 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 Willie Nelson song in this group. You know, I'm not on the road again. Yeah. Well, as I sit in the rain outside of Love's, be thankful you're not. Is it raining? 
Because God knows it rained enough here for weeks. Yeah, it's raining. It's raining now, and it's going to be that way. But it could be worse. Oh, yeah. It could be in Minot, Minot, North Dakota, where they're getting 6 to 12 inches of snow tonight. Oh, God. That's... Paul, did uh, I mention it's... That's icky? Yeah, it's only only October. We haven't reached November yet. Oh, God. Um, You know me. I'm just going to sit here and say... Much as we love Wyatt and the gang up there, people. Why do people live there? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Well, you don't. No. Well, you hear me because you know it. You, 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 you realized and got the hell out. Yeah, that is a fact. Um, it that doesn't snow often in the Southwest, so um, not too know, often. Temecula, Palm Springs, Phoenix. Tucson, Scottsdale, that whole area. Yeah, no. And if anyway, it does... Um, it doesn't last long. No. But it does yeah. freak people out. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, especially Stephen Marsh. <laughs> yeah. I love it when it snows in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Happy anyway. all the time. Anyway, so I thought tonight, normally it's our magazine show, we don't have guests. A guest. Well, we have two guests via the conversation today. Yeah. Um, and these two, man, unbelievable. First of all, shout out to Austin, Austin Rush uh, for uh, setting everything up. Um, we were going to have Coach Gabinette as well, but he had a previous commitment he had to get to. So we weren't able to uh, sit down or I wasn't able to sit down with him today. But um, they were excited. Austin asked me a couple of times, you sure you don't want to stay around for the weekend? It's Ohio State. Ah. Uh, yeah, I just can't be everywhere. This but, is true. Uh, boy, that, that's going to be a great series. Well, I asked, uh, and you'll hear this from Nolan today, the captain and the uh, grad student hanging around again. I asked him, and I said, have you seen any weaknesses on this team yet? Because on paper, you look pretty darn good. He said, nope, haven't seen a weakness yet. Um, that's well, confidence. That is confidence. First of all, yeah, I mean – it would be, it would be nice if we had more people to go to more buildings. We just don't. Yeah, yeah, I hear. Um, you know, um, the I schedule them, works though, the way I it would is. Be back. I would be back sometime. Yeah. So, I will get there. So, anyway, I but, I can't wait to see that environment. That I, I understand it's just raucous, and uh, I get it. It's a beautiful city. Uh, it's a beautiful arena. Lots of uh, fan support as the players will tell you uh, in just a little bit. Um, I had a chance to also visit with your new favorite NCAA goaltender. Is that fair? Is he a new one? Did he take over from McKay? How do I put this? Yeah, yes. Yes, he has. No, no. Well, how do I put this? Because, you know, I don't want to knock our buddy TJ. Right? Or, I don't want What? Or Caden the Sponge. No, that's that's died. He's already been claimed. <laughs> I, I have him. <laughs> yeah, he's already been claimed, and and you know, was I a Dryden McKay fanboy? Yes, I was. You know, is there somebody that you know? Uh, there's got to be a certain uh, set of qualifications for this. <laughs> okay. You know, okay. and, and part of this is you kind of have to be overlooked. Okay. You know, uh, 
you know, we, 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 I try to, and I also try to leave ASU out of this because obviously I'm always going to root for their goalie. And I think Joey Decord started tonight, by the way, for Seattle. Yeah, why wouldn't he? Well, I mean, I, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> He's their best goaltender. Sorry, Grubauer, but he is. Well, I agree with that, and- but, you know, we don't make those decisions. Um, uh, and by the way, just as a side note, apparently this is the first time since the league went to uh, 32 teams or this many or close to this many teams um, that they've all played on the same night during the week. It yeah. obviously happened on weekends. Yeah, that's um, crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. On, a, on a Tuesday night in uh, in the late October. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, and, so anyway, Simon Lankowski yeah. is is up there. How about that? Yeah, he's right up there. there no, him. he's he's probably the one. He's probably okay. the next the guy that has taken over the uh, Dryden McKay mantle. <laughs> uh, uh, and again, no no disrespect to your boy Caden, um, but sponge. but he's already been claimed, so to speak. Okay, so, uh, so let me tell you, before we get started, I told you this off air, but I'll, I'll remind uh, or I'll let the listeners in a little secret. Uh, I set up um, a little chair right next to the glass, um, and then I was in a chair facing the players, and uh, there was a couple of players still out on the ice um, uh, shooting pucks and doing little things after practice, and they were uh, Nolan came out first, and of course, they stayed away from the captain. They didn't bother him. But uh, Simon came in, and they came and were banging on the glass behind him, riling him up a little bit. And then somebody shot a puck that jumped up onto the dashboard and came zipping by um, about 100 miles an hour right behind where Simon was sitting. And uh, he jumped, and he looked at me, and he said, you know what, I'll get in front of these pucks, but I don't want to be behind the glass. I hate being behind the glass. It makes me nervous. I don't like being behind the glass. <laughs> oh, the glass is the glass is transparent. I know he didn't want any part of it, though. He said, uh, uh, "I'll be in front of the puck, in front of the net, but I don't want to be behind the glass. I just don't want to do it." Does it and, not make the same noise on both sides? Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. That's why I'm asking. He didn't like it, uh, and okay. uh, I started laughing, and he started laughing, and that's how we kicked off the interview. But uh, before we get into that, let's start with uh, the captain, Nolan Sullivan. Here you go. Here's my uh, six minutes and 31-second visit with the captain. Here we go. Hi, right, welcome back in, college hockey fans. I have got a trip to Omaha. I have arrived. I've got Nolan Sullivan with me, the grad student, the captain, the guy that is Mr. Omaha Mavericks. <laughs> uh, Nolan, first of all, welcome in. How you been? Have been good. Yeah, we're excited. Uh, it's good the season's underway, and we're excited to be back at Baxter this weekend. Okay, we've got uh, three undefeated teams in our coverage area, including the Omaha Mavericks at two zero and zero. It's only two games, but you're still undefeated, right? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, those are two big wins. I know, especially after last year, they took us all for uh, two games in a row. We started zero and two, so it's nice to have that flipped. And uh, you know, each weekend's just gonna be just as big heading uh, to Ohio State. You know how big the conference uh, season is, and every every weekend the battle. Uh, the non-conference is kind of where you make your hay, if you will, and, and start preparing for the uh, the regular conference season. But Ohio State coming in—that's a test, isn't it? Yeah, no doubt. I think it's always good when you can get a high-skilled team like at uh, Ohio State. And 
uh, to play some Big Ten teams is fun too. I know they've had a good conference the last few years, and uh, so I'm expecting it to be two great games. I know they played uh, Michigan tight on that Saturday night game and ended up getting a, a big win there, so I'm sure they're feeling good about their game as well, and we're excited just to get some competition going again. Is it difficult when you have a couple of in your exhibition against Minnesota State, which was really more than an exhibition, then you get Niagara for a couple of games, then you get a week off already. Is that difficult as a player? Yeah, I think uh, obviously you want to keep playing and stay in rhythm as much as possible. But I know uh, after uh, that past weekend, I know now we're in a roll here towards uh, head towards Christmas time. So I think you just learn to adapt as a player. I know I really like the schedule and the way the layout is, uh, kind of going out of conference and then coming back into conference play with Western uh, to start the year off as well. So I like that we're playing high-end teams right off the bat, and I think uh, the group's adapting really well. What have you seen from your teammates uh, so far in the, uh, the young season? A lot of practice time, obviously, a lot of skill development, but what have you seen as the captain? Yeah, I'm uh, pretty excited with this group, I'd say. There's a lot of anticipation. That was why it was fun to get the exhibition game in against a good team in Mankato and then to have Niagara coming uh Game two, I think I'm just learning a lot still about uh, some of the new guys on the team. Uh, I've been very impressed with um, some of the transfers we got in, as well as uh, the freshmen and, and different players like that. So I can't say enough about the uh, work ethic right now and just the way guys are competing day in and day out. And it's, uh, it's a fun group to lead. It makes my job easy, and uh, I think we're heading in the right direction for sure. You've been around uh, college hockey for a little while now. You, you've seen it. Uh, you've come through the pandemic. Uh, you came through... Uh, bubble <laughs> yeah. you get all that good stuff how good is the level of play right now across the board yeah i think it's really good uh, i think you see it more and more once we get into conference play too and you see the consistency in teams every night but i think each year uh every team in our conference just keeps taking steps in the right direction and you know obviously guys come and go you have certain guys who end up signing and leaving early and uh, all that's good and a great look for the conference and you continue to get young talent in every year so i think it's just impressive to watch new guys step into the league and really step into big roles and to see uh, also the development even some of our younger guys and the way they've uh, just committed to working hard over the summer and to see how that development's paid off heading into this season it's been fun to see well, we've uh, talked a little bit at media day uh, we were talking a little bit about the, the culture at Omaha and what it means and some of the guys that have left. And one of the names I left off who's been pretty impressive already in his young pro career is uh, Mason Morelli getting a yeah. good shot down in Vegas. I I'm sure you're good friends with Mason and you know about his game. And um, What has he done for Omaha hockey? Yeah, I think, uh, unfortunately, I missed Mason by one year, uh, which would have been a blast to play with him. Uh, but I got to know Mace. He's actually one of the first guys I met uh, when I got to Omaha originally and he's just been a consistent presence here uh with that pro group coming back each summer and uh, i think he just sets the standard with the way he works he's super friendly to each and every guy and has kind of taken on a bit of that mentorship role um so he's definitely a guy you pull for day in and day out he's a guy that does the right thing and it's no surprise to see that he's having the success he's having but uh you know it's a grind it's a journey too so to see him battle the last few years to solidify a role in the ahl and then now have the opportunity to hopefully uh, maybe some NHL games to see with Vegas this year. It's, it's fun to watch, and I know it's a lot of hard work paying off. When you come to this building day in and day out, it's beautiful. Uh, the fan base here is unbelievable. Uh, your support is unbelievable. How does that uh, jack you up for the start of the season, if I can use that term? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, uh, it's impressive because it keeps getting better every year. Uh, you talk about as a team, how do we get 1% better, 1% better in different areas. Uh, and it's the same thing with the fan base. It's just we continue to get creative with the way uh, we're reaching out and connecting with the community. I think we have a group of guys who um, it's just a solid character group and really wants to connect with the fan base. 
Uh, so it's been a really fun to be creative in some ways. We're just reaching out, meeting with uh, fans, getting to connect on more of a personal level so that they feel there's that relationship with the game. And it's been very noticeable, um, you know, being fourth in the attendance last year. And I expect to be right up in that same spot this year and after the first weekend with Niagara. It's exciting to see uh, the momentum that's building. And I think that uh, happened because of a lot of hard work last year and it's going to continue this year. So uh, from my point of view, I just want to say thank you to the fans because it means the world to us. And uh, it's truly a game changer and a big difference and a reason why I love playing here. All right, final one for you. When you look at this roster, uh, I know your goaltender is pretty darn good. Uh, it's, it's good to have that uh, to start building for the season. But where does the strength lie here? Because when I look at you guys on paper, I can't find a weakness. Have you found one? <laughs> no, I've yet to, yet to find one as well. Um, you know, we always talk about how we recruit good character first and, and player second. And I think once you get the right people in, uh, guys that are teachable, that's something you're going to hear talk about a lot. This is a very teachable team, a team that wants to learn and grow. You know, there's very slim margins of difference. Uh, differences once you get to this level and get to college hockey. Everybody's good. Everybody has the ability to continue to adapt and keep growing. And so I think this is a team that's just hungry to get better on a daily basis. And uh, I think you're going to see us continue to play better hockey as the year goes on because it's guys hungry for more. Nolan, appreciate your time as always. Go get them this season, okay? Absolutely. Thank you. All right. That's uh, the captain, Nolan Sullivan, a grad student, still hanging around because he loves Omaha hockey. Uh, Paul, first of all, well-spoken, and um, he uh, he understands it. He gets it, as I like to say. Well, yeah, definitely well-spoken. Um, you know, stay in college as long as you can. You know me. I believe totally in that philosophy. Stay there as long as you can. <laughs> Make them well, throw you out. Uh, yeah, and he's got a pretty good, pretty good role. I like this team. I like them on paper. I like them on the ice. I think that uh, they are as good as anybody in the NCHC, and I don't know if they're getting all the props that uh, some of the other teams are getting, but well, they're, uh, listen, they're going to show this weekend. Trust me. You know, we've said it here. I don't know about anybody else, but we've said it that you know we still think Denver and North Dakota are the are are the upper tier and then anywhere three to seven could be any combination um yeah and on in addition to that we've also said uh, and if somebody went on a run and won this thing you know outside of one team nobody would be shocked at least we wouldn't be shocked by it yeah yeah exactly it's it's just a a microcosm of the entire NCAA hockey um, group, if I can use that, because what's happened is the parody is now uh, caught up almost all the way around the league. There are no more easy weekends, non-conference, in-conference. It doesn't matter. There are no more easy weekends. And um, Omaha and and uh, Ohio State this weekend, Ooh, man, it's going to be good. The weather's going to get cold in Omaha. It's going to be in the 30s uh, on Saturday and possibly Sunday. So um, it's hockey season, and these guys are ready to go. Well, I, I almost I almost threw a map at you, by the way. Why is that? Well, because um, uh, Sullivan there is uh, the captain from Eden Prairie, Minnesota. Yeah. You want to know where that is? Well, here – well – no, well, and and 
just as you were doing the interview, or at least playing the interview, uh, the Islanders captain, Anders Lee, tied the game up at four against the Avalanche. And I'm like, oh, isn't he from Eden Prairie too? Then I had to look it up. No, he's from Edina. Yeah, close though. Just Is it? a few miles apart. Okay, well, I, well, like I said, I, it, it would have been much better if they were drivers to get between the two cities. But I can what do it. it. I can well, hit a couple of drivers between the two cities. Well, I, I probably well, no, you might hit. <laughs> you still might hit the ball a little further than I do. <laughs> anyway, I, but yeah, I get it. They're they're close. They're close. Okay, well, I didn't know. That I, I thought remember. they were the same. I well, so but anyway, um, yeah, I mean. And I've said this before. A balanced, ball. very balanced. And I'm going to say it again. Every time you hang around these guys, you figure out just how good they are, both on and off the ice, and just how good people they are. I mean, these guys were just unbelievable. So that was a lot of fun. I uh, I enjoy visiting with Nolan every time we get a chance to talk. Um, and as you can tell, I think the feeling might be mutual. <laughs> well, you know, there's also a familiarity thing, right? Because you got to talk to him during media, the the right. conference media day. So, um, you know, a little and bit more familiar. And we're both Minnesotans, so you know. Oh, that those are the only people you really bring on the show. Oh, I okay. think that's why you don't let me help you book guests because <laughs> you want to make sure they're all from Minnesota. Yeah, let's try. Okay, we got one from Slovakia coming up next. So let's hear uh, a little a, bit. There's from... a town named Slovakia in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we got a Slovakian. Oh, 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 uh, oh, oh! Here we go. Well, you're okay. uh, you're gonna get a little fanboyish because this is uh, this is your guy, my guy, your guy. Do you want to introduce him or you want me to? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Aren't you gonna introduce him in the in the in the clip? Yeah, here he comes right now. Okay. All right, welcome back here, college hockey fans. I am still in Omaha, and I have got one of the best goaltenders in the country with me. I've got Simon Latkozy with me, a Slovakian. First of all, uh, Simon, did I get your name right? Yes, it was right, Simon Latkozy. That's huh? perfect. Yeah, not many people can get it right. <laughs> I've been practicing. <laughs> That's good. I'm cheating. Anyway. I appreciate it. Okay, so here we go. We're in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. You're from Slovakia. But you've been here for a little while now, so you're a little bit Americanized, right, uh, with playing junior hockey over here. What's it been like for you, and how do you see Omaha as a city and a hockey town? You know, I really like Omaha as a city. I think it's uh, very convenient. I like it uh, with the school, uh, great hockey hockey uh, organization and program. You know, I really enjoy my time here. I love uh, Mavericks and uh, the way they treat me. So I really like the culture here, and I appreciate that I can be a part of it. As a city, obviously, it's a different culture than uh, when I compare USA to Europe. Uh, but, uh, I mean, uh, this is my fifth year here in the States, so I always have to a little bit. So that is not a big problem. Tell me about playing junior hockey here in the States. Uh, very competitive, a long season. Then you make the move to uh, NCAA hockey. Not quite the same. But a high caliber yet, right? Yeah, uh, my three years in the USA Joe were great. I learned a ton. I mean, uh, winning a Clark Cup with a Chicago Steel, then uh, making the Clark Cup final with Madison Capitals, uh, both great years. And uh, my first year in Madison was also great. I learned a lot. Uh, maybe the things didn't will, uh, go the way I wanted, but uh, obviously uh, there have to be the years like that and the games like that. So. Overall, great experiences from USA Joe, and uh, happy that I was able to move on to NCAA and uh, be a part of this program. Simon, so, mean, playing a world 
championships, uh, World Junior Championships. You were outstanding. And a lot of people said, boy, this goaltender is really going to make a difference in Omaha. Last year, you were pretty impressive. Uh, how do you continue to build on that? Thank you. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's not just me. I always uh, like to say that uh, part of it is my teammates and the coaches that take care of me. Uh, I cannot make team by myself. I can bring a positive attitude and I can uh, bring that uh, extra safe maybe that's gonna give energy to my team and that's all I try to do. I cannot win a game for team but uh, I can uh, I can uh, have a good save and that's gonna give a, a positive energy to the team and that's gonna win the game. You know, so uh, this is what I try to focus on and I just try to be better every day. Just uh, maybe one person better every day. Try to be consistent and work on the stuff uh, on a daily basis even when I don't feel 100% uh, great every day and positive you know like there are days like that when i don't feel motivated but i just try to do my best every day and uh do it, do it on a cons consistent basis and i think that's uh, what makes a difference i see your shirt and i think if there's anybody that uh, emphasizes that it's a goaltender we've got a lot of great ones here in the nchc you're one of them but do the work what does that mean to you uh, we just got these t-shirts yesterday, <laughs> so they are new. Uh, nice. I like it. I think, uh, you know, obviously, if you want to be successful, you have to do the work. You have to uh, do it extra every day, but uh, you have to work smart. I think uh, the thing that I try to do is uh, I want to be a smart hockey player and not uh, not maybe the hardest working, but the smartest working. So that's my kind of idea or culture that I try to be like, and uh, I think it's been working well. Tell me your style and that. What do you like to do, and how do the fans know when, when Simon's on his game? Uh, I think my focus is my uh, my focus and my confidence are my uh, my best strengths. That's uh, just my opinion, and uh, that's how I feel when I'm in my game. I feel big in net. I feel quick. Uh, I feel focused. So all these things, you know, it's just a uh, you know, like I played so many games in my life that uh, it's kind of routine, obviously. It's, uh, it's kind of funny because not every game you feel the same way, but uh, you need to do all the stuff uh, to prepare the same way and uh, be ready mentally when the puck is dropped. And I just uh, I just like when uh, I'm in my game. Growing up in Slovakia and then getting the opportunity to come over here to the States and get an education and work towards your goal of being a, a professional goaltender, what was it like and, and how did you make the decision to come this way? Uh, you know, my parents always wanted me to uh, play to USA and uh, do school with hockey. They never wanted me just to be a hockey player and uh, just to go make uh, some money in Europe uh, as 19-year-old, for example, or after Canadian Hockey League, uh, after CHL Juniors. So uh, the idea was just to go here to States and uh, try to make a college. Obviously, I had to go to USA Joe first, but uh, this was the whole idea. It was... Uh, my parents just wanted me to have not just hockey, but they wanted me to have school too. And I, I didn't really like it at the first, uh, their ideas, and I just wanted to be a hockey player and stuff. But uh, I, I love it now, and uh, I'm so happy that I listened to them and uh, went this way. I think that uh, all the people that uh, were telling me that uh, this is the right choice, I think they were right, and I appreciate all their help. When you look at the goaltenders that played here at Omaha before you, what have you taken away and have you learned from, uh, from them? You know, uh, this is just my second year here, so last year I got the chance only to spend a with Jake Kuczewski and uh, Jacob Zab. I know that uh, Savile played here a year before, but I never never really watched him. You know, I, I knew about him, but uh, I 
never been here to watch his games or stuff. So, uh, you know, uh, I, I, last year, the trio, me, Kuch, and uh, Zebra, we were great, uh, great friends, and especially Rob Couturier, you know, all, all for us, uh, the goalie coach, obviously. We were great together, and uh, I just really enjoyed the time here last year. So, uh, now it's a little bit switched, and uh, we got a new, I got new goalie partners, but I, I'm really enjoying it so far, and I'm excited uh, what it's going to bring. A lot of people don't know the behind-the-scenes stuff. They wonder, uh, there's only one net, right? And everybody's competing for it. But everywhere I go, goaltenders tell me that their room is special. You guys get along great. How does that work? How, how do you guys make it all work when you're competing so hard for that goal? I think it's uh, just uh, a choice of uh, you being uh, as being a human being. I think that like if you want to support ours, uh, it's going to come back to you. If you are not going to support the others and going to be kind of like uh, nasty and dirty to them, uh, it's going to come back to you. I just uh, I just try to be a good person and uh, help uh, other people. And it's not just about hockey. It's overall. I think it's just uh, the way I treat my life. And uh, I think that if I do good stuff, the good stuff are going to come back. All right, let's talk about the final one here on the ice this season. You've only had a chance to play two games for real. You're undefeated. Uh, now you got Ohio State coming in, and then it gets really crazy with the NCHC schedule. How do you keep it in position game by game? Obviously, it's not easy. Uh, but when I compare it to USA Justice, and uh, the <laughs> season takes eight months, maybe, you know, right. from September till end of May. Uh, so this is uh, much less, I would say, and you can really focus 100% on every game. And that's the thing that... Uh, can make a difference in my career i feel like yeah, when you play that many games it's many times just you are tired and you just go through it but here i really just try to focus and be 100 percent or 99.9 you cannot be 100 percent any game but 99.9 percent .9 every game and uh do my best and uh just go game by game day by day and uh try to get better and then when a game day comes i just want to be myself i want to be myself you know and just the, do what i need to do to uh help uh, my team win the game. Simon Lacozzi, thanks for spending some time with me. Good luck this season, okay? Thank you. There you go, Paul. You heard it right from the man himself. Simon Lacozzi telling us a little bit about uh, a little bit about everything. Did you learn some stuff? Well, you know, you forget, and maybe that's a better word, that um, USHL and junior hockey plays a lot more games than they do in college. You forget that. So when you hear that, you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. So if you're used to playing all those games and now all of a sudden, like you said, um, you, you get to regroup and focus a little bit more, right? You, you Like I said, you forget about that. You know, the other thing that I think is easy to forget about is that he's from Slovakia. <laughs> and he well, speaks pretty good English and he, he understands does. English very well and uh, he took me to task a little bit there uh, on and off camera because uh, he, he liked the questions, he understood the questions he said right. thank you for making them for, easy for me to understand and and, um, and and really just talk hockey and I think Simon and I could have gone on another half hour oh well I'm sure you know um, I, I, I don't uh, you know I mean these guys like to talk hockey. You they know, do. they like to talk hockey. They like to talk about, 
the things that surround hockey, um, you know, especially in the middle, we're not really tr- we're not trying to quote unquote get them. You know, we're not trying to trip them up. You know, we just want to talk hockey and and things surrounding hockey. Um, you know, it's not like I haven't brought up things that would be considered uh, a negative thing, but I've never done it to, to an individual on our show. You know, I've taken the NCAA to task, but that's easy. Yeah, well, they, they make I, it I easy. haven't done anything like that because I've never taken the computer to task. No, so um, <laughs> we, we, we know that these guys relax a lot when when you get to talk to them, you know. Um and, you know, considering that, you know, they're around the royalty and the monarchy that you are, <laughs> that, you know, they're not tongue tied or, you know, overwhelmed by the presence. So that's yeah, always well, good. Yeah, that's that's nice that we're able to do that. But, uh, you know, I took away a lot of things. I took away the, the importance that it's parents uh, stressed on him of coming to well that's uh, it right to get an education uh he said he could have and he did want to for a long time just go play hockey he didn't want to do the school stuff and now that he's here he's glad he came glad that he uh got a chance to do that so good for him on that part but good for his parents for making sure that he uh kept his core values in check the other thing paul that i really wanted to ask him and i was able to was about the goaltender's room how in the world, it's easy for teammates to to you know be cohesive, but when there's one net and there's three goaltenders, and if you're not a goaltender that wants to be in that net, then you probably shouldn't be a goaltender. Well, so you got to come in and mix. And he said the same thing. He goes, "Hey, listen, uh, I know it's <laughs> if I treat somebody badly, it's going to come around." And uh, he told me that multiple times. It's going to come around, so I don't want that. I want to make sure that I'm a good person and a good teammate. Well, again, right? The 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 teammate part is important because even though you're even though the goalie is an individual position, it's still an individual position on a team. And winning is and being a team and winning is is the ultimate goal. You know what so, I think? You know what I think, though, about the, the goaltenders in particular? You look at a school like uh, Colorado College, and uh, uh, Begley has been there a right. long time. And uh, he keeps coming back, and he knows what his position is. He knows he's not going to be the number one. He knows that he's going to be pretty much the glue guy in the locker room and in the practices and all that. And yet he, he bought into that role, and uh and he's a big part of that hockey team that you never see on a Friday or Saturday night or seldom see on a Friday or Saturday night. That's the same thing, I think, everywhere you go. If you have a strong goaltending room, you're going to have a strong goaltender. Well, you, you have to have it, right? Right. You have to have uh, you have to have the man and you have to guy have to have the guy pushing the man. Exactly. Um, it's not, it's not quite the backup quarterback and it's not quite the spot starter in a pitching rotation, 
But that backup that backup goalie, you know, that's the only guy um that has the institutional or the background that you have as a goalie and is seeing the game, even if it's not at the same angle, seeing the game at the same level because they're the guy on the bench. And they're getting a, a different view as a goalie of anywhere else. So that guy's important because that guy's as likely to help you make a correction or spot something as a coach that's on the bench or up in the press box if they have that. All right. So that backup goalie is important. Having that relationship with that backup goalie is important. Yeah, totally agree with you. Anyway. Two great individuals from the Omaha Mavericks. It's easy to see. It's easy to root for these guys when you uh, get a chance to meet a couple of class acts like uh, Nolan Sullivan and Simon Lacozzi. Uh, let's take a quick break. Let's come back, and we will wrap up this edition by talking about the, and previewing the weekend's game. So we'll be right back. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or behindthemask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at behindthemask.com. From the nation's best college hockey conference. Access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations. At 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegers. And they score on the lacrosse move. Gensel. Gensel towards the goal. He scores. Stories on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. CollegeHockeyInc.com and follow at College Hockey.
coming to you from the nchc.tv studios, ITHSW Podcast presents College Hockey West Weekly. Indeed it is College Hockey West Weekly. Scott Strandy with you tonight on the road, and literally on the road in the uh, Love's Truck Stop parking lot somewhere south of Omaha, Nebraska, on my way to Kansas City, Missouri tonight. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein with his feet up in that big, beautiful palatial estate out on Long Island, New York, that the Georgia Bulldogs were looking for and were turned away at the gates, I was told. Um, Except I have no gates. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe and... they are at the wrong place. Well, they if they certainly, if they were here, they certainly were at the wrong place if they were looking for an estate. Okay. Okay. Well, sometimes that happens. Anyway, uh, so great visit uh, today in Omaha. Um, absolutely love that we've added the I-29 corridor, which includes the Omaha Mavericks, Augustana, who I will see this weekend again, and the University of North Dakota, one of the perennial blue bloods of all of college hockey. Love to have them on board along with the rest of the team. So it's time to do a little preview time, and I think we should start way out west and north in Alaska. Oh, that's so, Paul, funny. anything going on? Funny, funny Alaska stuff. Funny stuff. Well, Anchorage is at Penn State. Okay. So. That's a that's a battle. Right, but that's not up in Alaska. No, but yeah. there I started with our teams from Alaska. Oh, I think and uh, as I can as as it looks, Fairbanks is off this week, so um good chance for Anchorage to rebound from I'm sure they're frustrated about that second game against Air Force. Right. Let's slip away. Yep. Um, uh, Penn State coming off a, a loss to AIC, which I'm sure has got them not too happy. So that'll be an interesting matchup. Beautiful Pagula the- Ice Center. Yes. Okay. And uh, Fairbanks, we said, has a week off. Well-deserved week off, by the way. They've been all over the place. Uh, <laughs> with some really tough competition. They're all... Um, so let's slide on down. The uh, the Arizona State Sun Devils will not be out west either. They're going to be moving onward to Oxford, Ohio, and a matchup with uh, Miami, the number three and number four teams in the pairwise, my friend. Yes, baby. Yes. Yes. And I uh, have no doubt. Who predicted that? Who had that predicted early in the year? Oh, I think that was you. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um. Obviously, it doesn't mean anything. The coach. Oh yeah, yeah, so. yeah. What doesn't mean anything? Um, the three and, and the four means something, and the battle of these two means something. All right. Well, Future no. The, what what doesn't matter is the pairwise. Sure, it does it matters every time you're in the pairwise? You well, you want to rather listen, you rather be co- at three or forty six? Well, of course. But as the coach okay, said, there it matters. Well, that being ridiculous, but as the coach said, he doesn't really look at the pairwise. Wink, wink. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, he right. Goes, he did have people screenshot him those couple of days where they were in the top spot. Yeah. One of them I'm was not me. not shocked at either. One of them was me. Was it? <laughs> yeah. okay. Absolutely. Um, okay. All right. I, I, I put I, it out I, on I X. I put okay. it out on the X machine. On what? Twitter? Yeah, you got an X. Twitter. And then and then people reposted it on X. Twitter? <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Or, or we could be like it could be like Prince, the 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 the, the site formerly known as Twitter. 
Ah, I love it. Nice Prince reference. The executive oh, oh. producer is giving me a thumbs up for for a Prince reference. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I listen to see you've got me brainwashed bringing up these Minnesota references. <laughs> nice stuff. Nice stuff. Okay. I'm just um, saying. So Arizona. State anyway, it does matter. It does matter. At Miami um, of Ohio. It, it does matter because you know. Uh, first of all, based on the pairwise, your opponents and your opponents' opponents, and Miami being in the NCHC, um, you know, winning games at Miami and on the road, um, especially against an NCHC team, can only help your pairwise in the end. Um, it definitely matters that they'll be future opponents or future conference uh, foes. foes. <laughs> definitely matters even if they'll say this year it doesn't matter we know that's a lie it does um and you know asu's got an experienced team but we're gonna see how they play on the road do they keep the momentum going on the road it's a must it's you a have must to win them yeah you have to win them okay so. so let's jump up to the university of north dakota the ralph will be hosting North Dakota where? and Minnesota State. You know what I'm talking about. What? Where? Often, let's keep Ralph's home clean when you leave the building, folks. Oh, I'm not. I don't know who. You know, I, Ralph who? <laughs> Ralph Engelstead. Oh, yeah. You know, we don't want to mess up his house. That's rude. No, it is. Absolutely. Very Pick up rude. your trash. Throw it away. Yeah, that doesn't matter anyway. where you are. Anyway, uh, Minnesota State at North Dakota. A little bit of a letdown from Minnesota at North Dakota, Paul. You mean by by North Dakota against Minnesota State? Right. right. You mean like almost like a trap thing? Kind if of. They beat you next week. Kind of. I don't know. You tell me. Uh, what's the geography on this series? Even though it's uh, not the same thing as the other maroon and gold team in Wisconsin and that little triangle there. Well, it's it's still Minnesota. It's in the uh, confines of Minnesota, and it's not far from North Dakota. But I think there's a healthy rivalry brewing here, too. It's not going to be like like the other rivalries, but um, North Dakota will not overlook Minnesota State, nor should they. And Minnesota State will bring their A game. Um, Anytime you go to the Ralph and you get 11,000 people screaming at you, whether it's for or against, the hockey players will tell you they enjoy it. It's an environment that they love. So I think this matchup, um, I think North Dakota gets a sweep, but I don't think it's going to be an easy sweep. Uh, Probably. Um, I think if, obviously, you know, based on the parameters, uh, North Dakota wins on Friday, they probably win on Saturday. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I said probably. Yeah, talk to Brad Berry about that because he he said flat out it's harder to win that second game than it is to win the first game. If you won the first game, it's hard to win the second game because that opponent across the ice from you wants to win even more because they don't want to be swept. We know sweeps are hard in college hockey. We know that. Just ask Augustana and Bowling Green. You know, I think uh, (laughs) I just – you know, I, I could could it could it be easy? Could it easily be a split? A split? Yeah. I just not sure that I think it will be. 
Okay. Um, we talked about uh, Omaha and uh, their matchup at home with Ohio State. I think that'll be a good one. I think Again. Omaha gets a sweep. I think Omaha sweeps them. Mm, I think they okay. wake up the Big Ten and let them know that uh, they're not all that they think they are. Well, in most places, they do think they are that. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I don't think we, we know what Ohio State is yet. They're 2-1-2 two, and two on the season, having given up more goals than they scored. Uh, Omaha, as much as they love to be 2-0, and because oh, why would you not want to be? Still, you played two games against Niagara, and I'm not knocking Atlantic hockey. But a Big Ten team is a step up, and it's also kind of that non-conference thing. Right? Where you're playing a, a non-conference opponent from uh, the Big Ten who's expected to be, uh, you know, if not equal to the non-conference record of the NCHC, pretty close. So, you know, wins in that series also help you pairwise because it's your opponent's opponents. And do not forget that Mike Gabinet uh, is not letting these guys forget that no, uh, they it. need a hot start to uh, before they enter NCHC play which they will do the following week against Western Michigan. So lots of good stuff going on there. How about our Lindenwood Lions? Where are the Lions headed to this weekend, Paul? The Lions' den. <laughs> yeah. Uh, going up to Get Ann Arbor. Rick Zombo and the boys. Oh, them. Lord, no. Going up to Ann Arbor to play Michigan. Uh, wow. You know, out, out, of the fi- out of the frying pan into the fire. Just Wow. So, so Rick brought the team up there last year, right? And they were competitive. Is right. this the year that they get a win up there? Do they get a win this weekend? I don't know. I'll, I'll, let, let me talk to me You'll after me they play. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Trent um, Burnham is going to have to have a tremendous weekend if they get one. I'm going to say. I'm going to say that they do. Of course uh, you might are. Not be Friday. I think of it's course be you are. The black and Wave gold those pom poms, baby. Wave yeah. those pom poms. I don't know how your arms yeah. aren't tired. Well, they are. They're exhausted. I'm sure they anyway. are. <laughs> anyway, um, so I think that's going to happen. So that leaves us with um, Augustana, Denver, Colorado College, and Air Force. And oh, by the way, they're all in a little, uh, almost a round robin uh, in Denver and Colorado College this weekend, which I'll be at. It'll start with uh, Augustana at Denver. And that's the CC, rumor anyway. And CC at Air Force. And uh, that will be for the Pikes Peak Trophy. And, of course, we know that Frank uh, Saratori loves to look at Pikes Peak. So he'd yeah. love to have that trophy. Is that the only uh, time? I have, to look, is that the, I have to look. Is that the only time they play each other this year? That yes. one game? Yes. And then is that, Saturday no, night. That's not normal, though, right? Usually they'll play two games, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's because of the Augustana influence. Right. No, no, I get it. I understand why. I just, I'm just, I so, guess, double checking. Yeah. So Air Force now will go up on Saturday to Denver, and uh, Augustana will come down from Denver to uh, down I-25 to Colorado Springs to play at Ed Ropes and Arena and play the Colorado College Tigers. <sighs> it's never going away. Just get used to it. It's never going away. I'm never going to get used to it. (laughs) 
Well, you better start. Twenty years, twenty years from now, you could be saying it's still not going to be used <sighs> Anyway, uh, so the matchups I think are going to be really intriguing. Would I love to see all four of them? Yes, I would, but I'll only be able to see two. So I'll see Augustana, Denver, and then I'll right. see Augustana, Colorado College. I've seen Air Force already. I want to see right. these uh, two regular season games um, for Denver and Colorado College, and I think it'll get my eyeballs, as I've been telling you, a good focus on what Augustana is like watching them back-to-back in two different venues. Well, we'll be watching, obviously, as much as we can. Uh, it's a little weird. I'm not used to ASU playing in the Eastern time zone. <laughs> As as much as they do, as much as they have, it's still going to mess me up because, you know, usually if they're in the Eastern time zone, they're close enough for me to go up and sneak in to sneak a a peek. Um, Oxford, just a tad out of your range. Yeah, just kind of like Lake Placid. It's probably about about three or four hours out of my range. I don't really want to do that. You know, I don't I don't want to drive. You want to go to Lake Placid in December. I don't want to do that either. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Might not in October. <laughs> uh, do they have 12 inches of snow on the ground? They will by morning. Then I don't want to be there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not even if you get a shovel, a snowblower or anything? Yeah, no. Not oh. doing it. Okay. All right. Um, you know, may, maybe if I have a long extension cord. Even <laughs> even even the the the... The hair dryer is not going to melt the snow fast enough. <laughs> no, no, it is not. I can guarantee you that one. Okay, so that's the matchups we got going uh, this weekend for the ten teams in our uh, area. Um, if you had to pick a game of the week, ball, which game of the weekend? Which, which one do you think is the most intriguing? I, I know where you're going with this. It's going to be is this ASU outside Miami? But is this outside the t- the the teams we normally cover? No, I'm talking about the teams that we are in our coverage area. Which one intrigues you the most? Because I love every one of these. I think they're all going to be great matchups in their own way. No, well, I'm going to. Uh, I, I will go with Fairbanks has got the buy. Yes. <laughs> Cop out. Well, uh, listen. If I take ASU out of the picture, because that's always going to be the obvious choice, right? Um. The the two top of the line matchups, and again, I hate to use that term because it makes it sound like I'm bad mouthing. Uh, Everybody one of the knows teams. you by now. <laughs> Probably Omaha. Probably who? Like I said, leaving ASU out of it. Probably Omaha. Yeah, I like that one too. And I really, I really want to see Denver at home for the first time this season, and uh, and Augustana and how they they come out against each other. And I'm really excited to see what this week of practice has been like for Colorado College and how they will attack sure. both Air Force and uh, Augustana. I'm sure it'll be better than uh, last week's practices. Apparently, <laughs> boy, it better be. I wouldn't want to be in that locker room. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, well, so that's that's what's going on there. I I asked you, I gave you homework, and I know you didn't have time to do it because you're too busy. But uh, well, but hold on, a second. let's let's also 
let's also throw this out there. Okay. Right. Other uh, RIT at Holy Cross is also a very interesting matchup. Might not have the sex appeal of some of these others. What, what but day is this? Monday or Tuesday? This is uh, Tuesday. Uh, why are we talking about the East Coast anyway? I don't know because you, we it's it's hard. We're still talking college hockey, and you know Michigan State has got a top five matchup with Boston College in Boston. And I mean these are this is can't ignore the fact we didn't have time to talk about everybody last night because we were doing the polls. Yeah, I know. I know. So I'm just I'm just pointing it out, you know. Uh, the other maroon and gold teams got a big series against uh, Wisconsin. Right. I let's I get it, it's not the teams we quote cover, but you know, if you're asking me and I'm leaving ESU out of the choice, I'd probably say Omaha and Ohio State. Okay, cool. So do you have a chance to look at goaltender numbers yet or not yet? Well, which stat do you want to use? I don't care. I just want to know. Uh, do you do you uh, want to use goals against? Let's let's use let's you use save goals percentage? for this one, and then we'll do save percentage later. Goals goals against for this one. We got okay. Well, right. I mean, you look at it. We have Lacozzi and his goaltending partner, who both played one of the first two games, uh, with a goals against average of one, quote unquote, tied for second. T.J. Semitenfelter at 1.24 after Ooh, four games. That's stellar. Is, is is fifth in terms of strictly GPA, uh, goals against average. Right? Then you go down to Ludwig Person at 1.51. You have um, – then you go down to Jared Whale, who I know you love. Oh, what a great player. What a great name, too, by the way. Right. At 2.16, Caden Iberico at 2.25. Uh, Zach Rose for Augustana at 2.33. So, I mean, these are solid What you tell me is they're all under three just about. Well, there's a lot of under threes, to be honest. Um, All the way down to... Uh, uh, Former CC goalie at St. Cloud, Dominic Bassey at 2.98. Pierce Charlson of Fairbanks at 2.96. And a pretty good start to the season for them. Trent Burnham, uh, even though it probably seems like more to him, is 2.91 with that 93 save percentage. So, you know, he's seen a lot of rubber. Uh, Matt Davis at 2.83. He's also seen probably more rubber than he expected. But, you know, that team cannot I think, score I think both of those teams, Paul, will tighten up defensively as the year goes on. Yeah, and, and, those te- and, 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 and that Denver team obviously cannot score anybody. Yep. So it's a little bit different. Um, their, their offensive yeah. prowess is definitely very good. Right. Okay. I got nothing more. I know you got to get some sleep. You got work tomorrow. I got a long drive tonight. Oh, that's not news. That's that's every day. <laughs> yeah. Take it from, away, my friend. From the NCHC.TV studios behind the mask, College Hockey West Weekly is brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue. Las Vegas style. Go to jessieraysbarbecue.com. 
and order a couple of bottles of our award-winning sauces behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or behindthemask.com. By the NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly, three locations in Tempe and Pine Top at thespaghettishack.com. The Tag Creative Group, search T Grand Rudd on redbubble.com and have us create that unique design for your business or gift giving needs. Caesars Entertainment Resorts Casinos Worldwide, where the action is in the resort or in town. FedEx, the official package delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. Liberty University, hockey education and faith with equal passion at liberty.edu. College Hockey Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Weekly presented by Behind the Mask and all of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app. Help others find the podcasts by subscribing, rating, and reviewing the shows at ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. That's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word, on your favorite podcast platform. Behind the Mask, College Hockey West Weekly, and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done. And if you're going to share it with anybody, share it with the Big Ten. Apparently, they haven't heard of us yet. So, Well, at least not in Wisconsin. <laughs> but, hey, give us time. Yeah, we'll throw it out there. It, it takes time. They'll They'll get there. Uh, anyway, our thanks to everybody uh, over at Omaha at the UNO at Baxter Arena uh, for allowing me to come in and invade their space today, and especially Captain Nolan Sullivan and goaltender Simon Lacozzi for uh, allowing us to uh, to do our thing there and for joining us tonight in the podcast. So we'll say goodnight with a little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. Enjoy the weekend of games, folks. It's going to be really good. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.